Welcome to the Stress to the Nines AM edition. For the next few weeks, we will be studying the book of Revelation in all its mystery and glory. So stick around and join us. Hey, good morning, everybody, and happy Wednesday to you. It is June the 2nd, and we continue in our journey through the book of Revelation. This morning, I am reminded of a scene from The Simpsons where Homer is seeking to get vengeance on someone, and he says to Bart, yeah, I thought, what would God do in this situation? To which Bart replied, Dad, the locusts were a great idea. Locusts, always a good tool for God when things are going south, and he uses them here in Revelation. We heard a little bit about that yesterday. And we will hear more about it today as we read verses 7 through 12 of the book of Revelations, chapter 9. Let's listen for God's word to us today. In appearance, the locusts were like horses equipped for battle. On their heads were what looked like crowns of gold. Their faces were like human faces, their hair like women's hair, and their teeth like lion's teeth. They had scales like iron breastplates, and the noise of their wings was like the noise of many chariots with horses rushing into battle. They have tails like scorpions with stingers, and in their tails, in their power to harm people for five months. They have as king over them the angel of the bottomless pit. His name in Hebrew is Abaddon, and in Greek he is called Apollyon. The first woe has passed. There are still two woes to come. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Two woes to come. I don't know if we can handle it, but we will try. So what can we say about this second part of the locust passage? Yesterday we talked about it being a callback to another of the plagues of Egypt. This is going to be a theme all the way through. The theme of bringing uh, destruction to those who claim to be uh, the powerful and the uh, empires of this world is another theme that we follow all the way through. We see those here. The locusts with their human heads and their bodies like horses are meant to be portrayed as both powerful and intelligent. So they are quite the plague. But this morning, I want to talk about those two names that we get at the end of the passage for the angel of the bottomless pit. This angel clearly is not a hero in our story. And his Hebrew name is Abaddon, and in Greek, he is called Apollyon. Both of those names mean destruction, but more than that is likely happening here. Many people who have studied Revelation and studied this pasture think that John is attacking the Roman Empire, the Roman Emperor Domitian. Domitian liked to be called king, and he had people call him Apollo, the name of one of the most prestigious gods of the Roman and Greek pantheons. In so doing, Domitian, like the other Caesars before him, clearly saw himself as divine. In this passage, we see that idea being attacked, that any person could be held up as an equal to God or as a God themselves. If we look at it this way, then we see that in actuality, the architect of the destruction of the world is not God, but rather those who believe themselves to be God. Those who have become convinced of their own infallibility, their own permanence, their own power, their own inexhaustible means and resources. As we look around our world today, this is something which should resonate with us. This idea that people of every era who have reached a certain level of power believe themselves to be 
above and beyond everyone else, next to or above God, many not believing that there is a God other than themselves. In our faith, we are constantly reminded that we are creatures and God our creator, that we are sinful and God the architect of love and grace, that we are only able to do good through our worship and service of God. As long as we exist in this relationship and with this perspective, we lead lives which are honorable, faithful, and humble. But when we believe ourselves to be the true architects of our own futures, when we believe ourselves to be infallible, when we believe ourselves to be entitled to certain means of existence, to the adoration of people around us, and to their subjection, then we begin to wreak evil and havoc upon the world. This is what is being criticized here in this image of the locusts and their leader, the angel of the bottomless pit. Again, Revelation is almost never straightforward, never uh, simple to interpret, but it always speaks to these universal issues that exist throughout human history. And again, we see the danger of those who place themselves above other human beings and next to or above God. Let's pray. Holy God, on this day, we give you thanks for what you have done for us. We give you thanks for the ways in which you have shaped us. Today, we pray that you would give us strength and wisdom as we go about your business in our lives. We pray that you would help us. We pray that you would give us humility in all of our relationships. Remind us to love our neighbors, to listen to those who are suffering. Help us this day to be stewards of your grace and love in this world. We offer this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys, that concludes our Stress to the Nines for this morning. Tasha will be back tonight, and I will see you tomorrow as we get to the second woe. Until then, peace. Thanks for listening to Stress to the Nines. Be sure to like us and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, peace.